It's great to be in the house of the Lord, yes? I love to be in the house of the Lord, hallelujah. Okay, our reading this morning is from James chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. And our speaker this morning is from the Russian church, Anna Svetlov. Svetlov, I'm sorry. God knows. Okay, let's read together the word of God. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation, because like a flower of the grass, he will pass away. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass. Its flower falls and its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Now, Anna, if you would come up, and the name of her sermon this morning is called To Be Perfect. Don't, wish, don't we all wish we could be perfect? Hallelujah. So I just pray for Anna right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you for this sister, Lord. I thank you that I'm blessed that I've had the opportunity to know her for the last three to four years and, and even serve alongside with her father. Lord, just bless what she says this morning. God, I know it's going to be good, Father. Lord, just let your anointing be upon her this morning. Father, I pray, Lord, as she delivers your word, that God, it's from the throne room. I know it's going to be from the throne room, Lord. And God, I pray that everyone here would have ears to hear and hearts to receive, Lord the word that she's going to bring forth for us. Let us not be the same when we leave here, but let it change our hearts, Father, for the good. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. It's good to see you, church. And it's a great honor to share our service and our heart with you. But I really need additional prayers for technical part of my presentation. <laughs> oh, this side is working. So when I was invited to speak in front of you, it was said, okay, Anna, we know you're a teacher, so, but can you preach? <laughs> so from this invitation, you know, I, since I'm a teacher, I need a board, a whiteboard, <laughs> pens, pencils, uh, these kind of things. So, I hope you don't mind the little Bible study this morning. Um, so, let's speak about perfection. 
perfection A+. Uh, from the very first word, from the very first phrase, it seems that it's something not good. If you start Googling about perfection, so first pages or first information, you'll get, oh, it's not good. So don't teach your children that. Don't strive for that. So there is this awful bad word, perfectionism, right? It's almost like a disease, like a bad word. So, and uh, we also say, oh, yeah, let's not speak about perfection. Let's speak about good enough. Let's speak about how to do your best sort of things. So, uh, and uh, even in Christian circles, right? So we never say about perfection. We say, okay, God is perfect. Jesus is perfect. And we are what? Don't look at people, we say. People are just some little, little thing, creature crawling around. So don't get upset about what people do to you. In this life, we can never become perfect. But is that right? What am I doing? But the Bible tells us, be perfect, imperative, as your heavenly father is perfect. So can it be possible? Can it be done? If it is demanded, is it achievable? Is it okay that God demands it from us? Let's think together. And now it's our little Bible study. So, uh, did you rem remember the beginning of the passage we read? So, to whom was it written? To who? To, to 12 tribes. They are living where? In dispersion. Where, where is it? Where is this country? Dispersion. <laughs> Come on, it's a Bible study. Talk to me. <laughs> I need to hear your answers. Dispersion is not a good word, right? It's a state, right? It, when people are not at their land. Dispersion is anywhere around the world. Why would people live there? For different reasons. Famines, war. Occupation, deportation, displacement, wrong political decisions, right? So, and this is why people are dispersed, scattered around the universe. And to them, James is telling, count it all joy. It's almost an oxymoronic uh, call, right? So you do not live in your land. You do not have everything needed, necessary for your life. You're not living a normal person's life. Count it all joy. Okay, how? Is it possible? Let's continue talking about it. Um, uh, by the way, uh, how to, uh, to my Russian ear, to uh, give me a different translation of the, of the expression, count it all joy. Enjoy it. Absolutely. Thank you, V. Rejoice. Enjoy it. Okay, that's getting harder. <laughs> so, uh, it's an instruction. It's an imperative. It's what we are supposed to do. And please, tell me what this text tells us. 
about their trials. Look at the text and tell me. What does it tell us about the trials? No, no, no. You're, you're all jumping ahead. What does it tell us about the trials? Friends, that they will be, <laughs> right? It doesn't say if, it says when. That's the truth of life. We will have trials. And now your other answers, what are you saying? What kind of trials will we have? Of different kind. All kinds, right? Good, bad, both. Both, different kind, right? So, and when we have them, we should rejoice. We should enjoy. But it's... Again, there is something tricky, there is something wrong, something that goes against our understanding. So, let's see this logic. If there are medical doctors here, please forgive me. So, but normal people, please try to understand this logic, okay? Logic is this. So now, this is not a biblical truth. So if you have... Uh, Acidic reflux, or what you call it, heartburn, right? Drink a solution of baking soda because acid is neutralized by base. Did you understand the logic? What does this expression and my picture tell us about heartburn? Heartburn is what? It's acid, right? And what is the baking soda? is base. So the same logic we see in this verse. Let's see it again. So count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kind. Why? How? Because heartburn is acid, you see? Because, for you know, that testing of your faith produces patience. So, which means that trials of various kinds Different kind of trials, how we draw them, right? They are what? They are the testing of our faith. Agree? Does it work? Okay, <laughs> this far it works. <laughs> Excellent. So, again, how can we rejoice? How can we enjoy it? We can rejoice, we can... Again, forgive me, these pictures work in Russian church. I hope they do not offend anyone. <laughs> Again, so we can rejoice, we can enjoy things if we know something. We can enjoy the solution of baking soda. It's not a nice drink. If we know how it works, we can enjoy, we can enjoy the different trials in our life if we know something, even if it's not very pleasant. But it will not be. So James and the Bible and the Lord never calls us to this sadomasochistic kind of enjoying. Oh, I'm suffering. Yes, give me more. It's not that. So it's a special kind of enjoyment. 
knowing something, knowing that something is happening in your life, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. Okay, what is happening? Uh, the word trial also we don't like, right? So for us, trial or test is fail pass test, right? Normally. So, but there are different kinds of tests. When little birds start testing their wings, it's not fail or pass. Will the bird fly? Yes, absolutely. So, or when the jeweler is testing the metal, so the metal is already known what he has. He will never use precious chemicals to test an unknown metal. The jeweler knows what he has. But this testing helps to prove that what he has. This testing, they help to reduce and to remove different uh, uncleaning and uncleanness in there. The things that don't let the metal shine in its full beauty. Beauty. This kind of trials, this kind of tests uh, the Lord is telling us about. And we often say, oh Lord, please give me patience. Hurry up. Now. What's the problem? We ask God, give. We say, God, grant. Grant is better than give, right? <laughs> so, so, but, so patience is not the thing that is given. Patience is produced in our text, how we read it. So the patience will be produced through what? Different trials, positive and negative, nice and not so nice. So only this way we can get patience. So why do we need patience? Why do we need patience? Why? The patience we need that we might become what? Perfect, complete, lacking nothing. Remember our beginning, be perfect. Okay, how to be perfect? This is the way how to be perfect. So through patience. How to get patience? through trials, positive and negative, good and not so good. And then it is possible to become perfect and complete and that we might not, uh, uh, not fully understand the whole picture. So he says, lacking nothing, absolutely nothing. So you can become perfect. It is possible, the perfection is possible. So, but these perfections happens in a different way to any of us. Again, some of you might think, okay, come on, we know, we can never become perfect in this life, only in the future life, only with the Lord when he comes, or in the heavenly kingdom, we will become perfect. But if God is demanding something from us, if he speaks about something in an imperative way, if he calls us to something and gives us the recipe how it works, then it is possible. So I want to tell to each of us that there is the perfect each of you on this land, in this life. There is perfect George. There is perfect Dini. There is perfect Vic. There is perfect Steve. There is perfect Andre in this life. We all will be perfect in the next life. So why to talk about it? But even in this life, in your uh, present state, 
in these circumstances you are going through, you will become perfect. So, uh, okay, I agree, but uh, it's a kind of long, right? I know that perfect perfectness doesn't come so easy. So this is I, this is perfect I. So, and uh, we see that I, I, who am I in this world, I can become perfect. Okay, God, I agree, but let this way be straight. No. That will be your way to your perfect self. With positive trials and negative trials. With pleasant trials and not so pleasant trials. So, and now the famous passage that is often used by many people to quote when we need to make a serious decision. Shall I marry this person or not? Shall I take this job or not? Shall I take this apartment or not? Yes, it's a good way to use this passage, but please pay attention that in the original context, this passage goes in our context, what we have just identified. And if for that you are lacking wisdom, remember, we have to be perfect, lacking nothing. And you are if you're lacking wisdom for that, where to get that wisdom? Ask from God. Just ask from God. And he will tell you, okay, finally, you have come to me. Finally, you stopped asking around. And finally, no, please react. <laughs> no, God will never tell you this. So God will give generously, without reproach, absolutely, immediately. But we must ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts it is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Do not hesitate. Do not doubt that what is happening to you now is a mistake. Don't uh, doubt that what God is taking you now is a punishment, is a curse, is your karma, is, or vice versa, is your personal victory, is your personal achievement. No way. So you need wisdom for that. And now we have a perfect example of these positive and negative trials. Brothers. Two brothers, right? One is lonely. One is exalted. According to the text, please tell me who is the lowly, who is the exalted? But in the text, who is lowly? Short? The lowly brother is the one who is poor. According to the text, the lowly is the one who doesn't have enough riches, right? Okay, and who is the one who exalted? Is a rich person. Is rich. So the example of good uh, test and bad test, nice test and not very nice test, James is giving us wealth and the lack of wealth. Because the most sensitive organ of a hu human being is a wallet, correct? So through wallet we understand things, we understand how the world around us works. So, how shall both brothers take their trials, according to the text? Come on. <laughs> Boasting. 
boasting. Why will I boast it? Hey, I have nothing. No, that's not kind of boasting, right? It's the very first word that we had in the beginning, rejoicing, enjoying. Again, it's not a masochistic kind of enjoyment. It's an understanding. It's knowing what happens with you. So if you are rich, if your test for now is positive, if your test for now is you're rich, you have enough, how shall you take it? Understand that this is your trial. For you to look around and see who is going through a different kind of trial, who doesn't have enough. Because if you have too much, you can share. Not judge, not say that you, you own it. So you deserved it. That's your karma. So that's your curse. That's your way. No. This is why at the end of this chapter, the Lord tells us through James that the true religion is... Do I have this text? Do you remember this passage at the end? If you... Uh, the, true, the, the true religion is to take care, I'll, I'm translating from Russian into English. Help me if you remember this passage, yeah? So, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep our, uh, oneself unstained from the world. About keeping yourself unstained, it's a different conversation, yeah. So, but this is your true religion. So, if you have this much, if you are tested with wealth, and reach, and enough and more than enough. So this is your true walk in the Lord. This is how you to treat your finances. Help those who are in need. Don't judge and don't think that you deserve this. You are the victor. So you are especially blessed person. Yes, you are. But you are blessed to share with those who do not have enough. Uh, again, uh, that could be boring. Some of you started yawning. Okay, that's not interesting. Uh, for those of you who think that it's very uninteresting way to become perfect, there is the uh, express way. So modern people, they, we love express ways, right? Okay, in chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, it says this. Not many of you should become teachers, for you know that we who teach will become judged uh, with greater strictness. So we'll talk about that part later, okay? So, but this is our express method. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is what? A perfect man. It's exactly the same word. We should become perfect. You don't want to go through different, tri different trials. You are tired of this. Okay, I have something this day. I don't have something the other day. You are tired of this cardiogram in your life, right? So this is your way. Just control your tongue and you are already perfect person. <laughs> so two ways, which one you choose? Be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. There is the way to be a perfect eye. There is the way that you will become perfect in this way. Is it possible? Absolutely. Because you were born here not because of your own will, 
by, by, by whose will? By his will. And his will is perfect. And he is perfect. But as we said earlier, God very rarely just gives things. He wants things to be produced. He wants collaboration. He wants us working together. He wants to see he, us perfect. But he wants us to walk with him and faithfully produce perfection that we would always, always reach the final goal. And the goal will be, will be reached. Because at the end of the chapter, it was said, there will be the crown. There will be the crown. It's a guarantee from God. It will be, it will be achieved. God began this good work in us. And he will faithfully continue it until it is perfected. So if you feel you're not very perfect today, remember two ways. Long way and express way. If you want to really feel perfect today, control your tongue and you will feel better. So, God is good, God is perfect, and God calls us to be perfect. And he makes the way to make it happen. Amen? I hope I didn't discourage you. I hope I encouraged you. Be perfect because he is perfect. Amen.